Hi, I'm Moon Unit Zappa, and you're listening to Pantheon Podcasts. History in Five Songs. With host Martin Popoff. A production of Pantheon Podcasts. Let's rock out with Martin. Yes, indeed. Welcome back once again to History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff, brought to you by the good people at Pantheon Podcast. We are pleased, as always, to be part of this vast and always expanding Pantheon Podcast network. We're available on Spotify, Simplecast, iTunes, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right. We are up to episode 180. Nice, tidy number there. Um, I'm calling this one Worst Album Titles. Uh, that pretty much tells you what this is going to be about. I've broken this into themes as well. Um, this is just a, a fun episode to complain about um, the way bands title albums. A uh, lot, lots of different problems, different problems with these, and uh, and like I say, they're into categories. Um, let's get into our first one right away. Uh, I'll explain the category first of all. This this is one where I just want to complain about some bands in clumps that have some bad album titles, and I thought it was a good way to do it because it shows you all the different ways uh, titling can annoy me. Um, so yeah, let's take a listen to our first selection here. This is ACDC with Demon Fire. All right, so there you go. Uh, this is off of the latest ACDC album. And what's the problem with this one? Well, it's called Power Up. Uh, basically, everybody has dis- uh, decided to sh- just to call it Power Up. But uh, when it came out, as Wikipedia says, stylized as, <laughs> you know, most of these album titles uh, are going to have that stylized as thing that you see at the top of a Wikipedia page because, um, you know, everybody complains about the, the, you know, what do we call this thing sort of thing. So this one, of course... Um, when it first came out, and again, um, you know, these things fade away because they just annoy people. It was capital P, capital W, capital R, slash, capital U, capital P, power up. Um, so yeah, it's just called power up. And, um, like I say, I want to complain just about a few bands in general that, uh, have some bad titling. ACDC, you know, they have some bad titles, but they, you know, the neat thing I learned through this exercise of researching for this episode, there are full bands that basically never screw up and have bad titles. There's lots and lots and lots of those. And ACDC had really good titles uh, early on, but then it got stupider and stupider as time went on. Um, Although there's some good ones later on as well. I think Stiff Upper Lip is a good album title. Uh, Black Ice is a good album title. Um, But it kind of started with For Those About to Rock. Uh, A lot of small, boring words. And then you've got the dot, dot, dot. We salute you. Is it on the front? Is it on the back? What's it say on the label? What's it say on the spine? How do you do the ellipses, right? Every time um, there's all all these problems. Do you even do it at all? Essentially, though, it's called For Those About to Rock. Uh, then Blow Up Your Video is the next kind of bad one. A stupid title. You know, they're complaining about videos and all this. It's just an awkward uh, turn of phrase. Rocker Bust, I thought, was a horrible, horrible title. Um, it's just It just seems like... 
kind of like a bad pun. More on bad puns later. Um, 74 Jailbreak. Uh, I never liked either. That's just like a just like the label putting together a dumb little EP and just not coming up with much of a title. Frankly, a lot of times you have to blame the labels for a lot of these bad titles as well. Then, of course, with ACDC as well, there's The Razor's Edge without the apostrophe. Always drives me crazy. And then the live album, If You Want Blood, You Got It, you know, sort of thing. Ah, again, a bunch of uh, small words that are that are bothersome sort of thing. Another band um, I have been known to complain about with their album titles is Scorpions. Um, we've got Humanity Hour One. Uh, which suggests that we're going to get an hour two at some point. Um, you know, it's just kind of annoying and complicated. Sting in the tail. Then we get into the, you know, the idea that later on they should have like a better grasp of English or at least, you know, have the label help them with these titles and have them be a little bit less kind of stupid. You know, sting in the tail, of the tail, at the tail. I don't know. It's it's just awkward sounding. Return to Forever. They name an album basically after a fusion band uh, kind of thing. Rock Believer, you know, even though it's such a great album, I think that's an awkward title. Um, Worldwide Live. Um, So you've got world as one word, wide as a second word, and then live. Uh, Always annoying. Live Bites. Live 2001. Get Your Sting and Blackout. Hot and Heavy. Hot and Slow. The Best of the Ballads. Hot and Slow. Best Masters of the 70s. Bad for Good. Classic Bites. Deadliest Stings, Greatest Hits, Born to Touch Your Feelings, Best of Rock Ballads. Um, So yeah, big mess when it comes to the uh, compilations, but even like I say, even with the regular ones. Um, And another band that uh, is always brought up in the discussion, if you're a metalhead, this one always comes to mind uh, when you talk about bad album titles. It's a legend in our field. Halloween, Pink Bubbles Go Ape. Everybody loves that one. There's also Better Than Raw. What's better than raw? Cooked, right? Um, and then the other one that just drove people crazy when this came out, I remember we were just all like annoyed at this, uh, working in the magazine Brave Words and Bloody Knuckles. Um, Rabbit Don't Come Easy. Later on, they have Seven Sinners, um, which is not a terrible title, but it's spelt, it's just the numeral seven. So seven sinners, you know, it, it would have looked better in words. And of course, I'm sure, you know, when you type it out and when people, and probably somewhere on the CD, somewhere they they got it wrong and they, they spell it out S-E-V-E-N. I don't know for sure. I don't have it. Um, but uh, but yeah, that kind of thing always annoys me. And even even in writing, they tell you, you're not supposed to start sentences with, with numerals. Um, so when you see a title with a numeral like that, it's it's annoying. Uh, then they have one called My God-Given Right. Maybe not a terrible title, but, um, you know, uh, on the album cover, of course, they screw up. So on the album cover, it's uh, My God-Given without a dash between God and given. I think it's split up into two things. Um, and then, of course... You know, when everybody writes it out, they go, oh, I guess we got to have a dash in between there to make this grammatically correct. So, yeah, album cover doesn't match the actual title of this uh, this album. So really, really stupid. Um, Anthrax is another one I want to complain about a little bit. You know, they have a lot of good titles, um, but um, it, it started getting annoying with The Sound of White Noise. Uh, and that album cover was just horrendous. Uh, then Stomp 442, um, you know, 
everybody goes, do I call it 442, 442, 442? What the heck is it even? Uh, anyways, um, and even earlier on, I always thought Spreading the Disease was kind of an icky sort of uh, album title. Um, they, they have this weird thing that happens later on where, they, where they, they're hard to remember. They're strangely worded, starting with, we've come for you all. Uh, every time I have to stop and pause and look that thing up, um, worship music, uh, kind of a weird one, right? Um, you know, verb, noun, adjective, what is that? Worship music, uh, kind of strange. And then they have for all kings, which is just as, uh, you know, hard and hard to, you know, roll off the tongue as we've come for you all. And then they've got all in the title again, pretty bizarre, um, Another band to complain about in a general sense, Budgie, if I were Britannia, I'd waive the rules. Nobody knows how to spell Britannia, right? Uh, never turn your back on a friend. Gorgeous, gorgeous Roger Dean artwork, yet it's got this kind of meatloaf title to it. Really strange. And then later on, Burke named one. God love him. We lost Burke recently. Um, you're all living in cuckoo land. Um, but most of the other titles are actually pretty cool. So here, here we are complaining. Uh, and the last one as a clump uh, that I want to complain about a little bit is the Rolling Stones with uh, December's Children, parentheses, and everybody, apostrophe S, parentheses. Their Satanic Majesty's request I always thought was a mouthful. And then I always wonder about that ma Majesty's thing with it just being like plural and not apostrophe S kind of thing. Exile on Main ST. Uh, it's not called Street, right? Ex Exile on Main ST. Uh, get your yayas out. Um, you know, a live album. Uh, real complicated. You don't. You don't know. You got to stop. You got to look up year all the time. Yeah, yes. I never. I never liked this thing of having an apostrophe s for a plural. But there's really with the word yeah, yes. There's no other way of doing it. Um, big hits bracket high tide and green grass bracket through the past darkly bracket big hits volume vault dot two hot rocks 1964 1971 more hot rocks brackets big hits and phased cookies bracket and then they've got a new live album coming out called grr live um spell all caps g-r-r-r -R -R, live exclamation mark right so you kind of think shouldn't the exclamation mark come uh after the grr and not after the live so annoying right um anyways there you go that's our that's our general theme of bands i want to complain about as a group let's take a listen to our second selection here this is metallica with moth into flame All right, everybody's talking about the new Metallica song, Lux Eterna, which has its own problems. Uh, it's got the tool enema problem, right? The A and the E smoosh together thing. You don't know how to spell it. You don't know how to write it. You know, it's not a letter in the English language, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I wanted to play Moth Into Flame because this is from an album of theirs called Hardwired. So right off the bat, we don't know. Is that two words? Is it one word? They do it at one. Ellipses, dot, 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 to self-destruct. And then self-destruct. You got the problem. Is there a dash? You know, they 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 nicely put uh, 
a dash there, self-destruct. Um, but you know, when you're writing this as well, you don't know if, if the two after an ellipsis is supposed to be capitalized or not capitalized. That's a whole nother problem. Uh, it's just a complicated title. Um, and, and I don't know if it needs uh, an ellipsis, really. Hardwired, you know, do, do you ponder and think after that word to self-destruct? I think it might have been better just hardwired to self-destruct. What's wrong with that, right? Uh, and then they got a song called Hardwired, which, you know, confuses you even more. Um, you know, Kill Em All uh, is a funny one where you where you always have to pause and, and think, do I, do I put a cap on that E or not, right? Uh, and then you've got And Justice For All which has the ellipses at the front. Ellipses at the front is always a pain. It annoys everybody, you know, and most of the time people will just leave it off kind of thing. And then again, you don't know whether to capitalize the and or not because it's a continuation of a, of a sentence. So, uh, so yeah, that, that one's always a little annoying as well. Um, so yeah, so sorry, the theme here is punctuation and spelling. Um, so the theme for our second one, you know, again, uh, you know, every time you see one of these, Wiki has to say stylized as, you know, stylized as when they say that, they, they give you the formal version. Um, but usually it's like, okay, this is what we're all going to call this because it's a lot easier. Uh, Frank Zappa, uh, there's here's some other examples. Overnight sensation, over dash N-I-T-E sensation, pretty weird. Uh, he's got an album called Apostrophe, but it's actually called apostrophe a parentheses a little apostrophe sign parentheses uh king crimson's a real pain with thrack uh, all capitalized the construction of light they 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 robert sticks this k in uh all over these song titles and stuff but it's actually in the album title too and the construction of light stylized properly you're supposed to have a cap on the k uh thrack attack they've got this live album that's got you know all the big k's upper lower case all over the place vroom vroom and vroom um so they got a live album called vroom vroom they got an album called vroom it's got three o's in it so all caps uh, is it caps is it not you know there's formal ways to do in this real pain right um Robert Plant has Mighty Rearranger with uh, with a cap A on the on the A in Arranger. He's got a really annoying one, Lullaby and the Ceaseless Roar, which is which is an awkward title period, but it's stylized as all lowercase lullaby and dot 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 and then the ceaseless roar all in caps. Uh, not like upper lower. So yeah, real strange one there. Um, what a band that always drove me crazy. There's this Australian band, kind of a cool alternative band called Spy vs Spy. Even the even the name of the band is complicated, but they've got an album called A dot O dot Mod dot TV dot V E R S dot, and then that's their second album. And the third album is called Xenophobia parentheses Y question mark parentheses. Crazy, right? Um, so yeah, what else? Oh yeah, and another weird one that just kind of always drives me nuts when I have to type it is uh, April Wine Harder Faster. So uh, of course, anytime anybody does an ellipsis, they, there's many ways to screw up an ellipsis, but what they do is they go harder, dot, 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 dot. So four dots, which is not an ellipsis, no spaces anywhere, faster. So harder, faster, annoying. Uh, and another one, Genesis has an album, of course, called And Then There Were Three. And uh, it's all lowercase, number one, and it starts with an ellipsis, like uh, And Justice for All, and it ends with an ellipsis. And it doesn't make sense, uh, really. I mean, the first one makes some sense, but the second one doesn't. You don't need an ellipsis after the three, particularly in that one. Um, the Who, uh, it, you know, their, their very last album, uh, so the band's called The Who, uh, and they, out, they have an album called, get this, Who... 
or just who. And I'm saying it twice because it's all caps generally, uh, WHO all caps or, or who upper lower crazy. Um, and then guns and roses is another one that drives you nuts with the spaghetti incident, uh, question mark. Like, like what's, what's that all about? Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not a question. Um, so they got a question mark on that. And I believe, I think, I'm not sure about this. I didn't bring out my copy, but I believe it's got even single quote marks maybe around it. Um, yeah, nuts. Um, so there you go. That was our theme of, uh, punctuation and spelling. All right, this episode of History in Five Songs with Martin Popoff is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works, but what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers a video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And special offer to History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash five songs. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash five songs. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, 
you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, uh, let's take a listen to our third selection here. This is Deep Purple with A Touch Away. Okay, so that, of course, is from the first uh, of the Steve Morse-era albums from Deep Purple called Perpendicular. Uh, The theme here is puns... what are the other words for this? The all of these aren't exactly puns, but they're they're like little little word jokes kind of thing. So that's the theme with our number three here. Some other examples here. So that's one that always comes up. You know, when I do research in the ep- these episodes, I look up you know find lists and stuff of of. Uh, titles people complain about. I don't know why people complain about this one. I think it's a perfectly decent title. Um, album covers a, another story, but um, but yeah, uh, perpendicular. Other ones like this I thought of were the likes of uh, Queensryche, Here in the Now Frontier, H-E-A-R, drives me a little bit nuts. Um, White Lion has an album called Main, main Attraction, like Main as a lion's mane. Uh, Butthole Surfers have Hairway to Steven. Um, got a lot of them here. Budgie, Impeccable, kind of a cool one. Good, good album cover too. Um, Prince has many of these that are actually Prince almost fit, fits more in the punctuation thing. Soon, soon as he changed his name to a symbol, he started fooling around with the, all, all the album covers as well. Um, wow. Um, another one is uh, Psalm sixty nine: the way to succeed and the way to suck eggs, uh, or simply Psalm sixty nine. It's usually called, and it's even got a bunch of Greek characters that go as it as its title as well. Um, no FX punk in Drublik, the fools heavy mental. Blink-182, Enema of the State. People always complain about that one. That's another ooh one. I could have called an ooh category here. Uh, Buckethead. Some of these are actually pretty good. I I, I like some of these. Uh, Buckethead has a, an album called Slaughterhouse on the Prairie. Um, David Bowie, Aladdin Sane. That's one of the big famous ones, I I think, for this um this um you know punning one a lad insane um the motels all for one f-o-u-r for four ministry ministry has some good ones right um they have uh <laughs> so they have the land of rape and honey they have dark side of the spoon that's awesome you know with those guys with the um dalliances with heroin sphinct tour the mind is a terrible thing to taste and and houses of the moly i love that one too that's pretty cool um Iron Maiden has a has a hits album called From Fear to Eternity. Sparks, Gratuitous Sax and Senseless Violins. Dixie Dregs, Night of the Living Dregs. And then Joe Stump has Night of the Living Shred, right? Um, Hot Tuna, Pair a Dice Found. Pretty bad one. Megadeth, Rust in Peace. Pretty good one. Um, Dread Zeppelin has The Song Remains Insane. Ozzy Osbourne has a, has a couple of these. Maybe even more. I didn't check, check Ozzy exactly. But Blizzard of Oz and Osmosis. Yeah, now they're okay, I guess. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, Beastie Boys, License to Ill, Sebastian Bach, Bring Em Bach Alive. Um, Frank Zappa has a great one, Chic Your Booty. Um, Typo Negative, uh, Origin of the Feces. There's another one for the ooh category. Uh, The Beatles, Rubber Soul, right? 
Rubber sole, sole of a shoe, S-O-L-E versus S-O-U-L. Black Crows, Amorica, No Doubt, Tragic Kingdom, The Fox for Fox Sake. That's an old, obscure, I think it's 1976 maybe, 73, some old, uh, is it proggy? Hmm, I've owned that album. I don't know if I have it anymore. Um, most of Craig Kin's albums, right? Next of Kin, Rock Kin Roll, Continued, Conspiracy, Contagious, Citizen Kin. Um you know, and uh, let's bring Anthrax back into this because I think these are actually both pretty cool. Uh, Attack of the Killer Bees, their B-side selection, uh, and Return of the Killer A's. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, all right, let's move on to our fourth theme here. Take a listen to this. This is Pete Townsend with Slit Skirts. Girls lost their children. Okay, so our theme here is just kind of complication, just weird, weird album cover, uh, album titles. Um, this, of course, is from his album called All the Best Cowboys Have Chinese Eyes. He regrets naming the album that. It's it's kind of a strange, you know, it's it's just about Clint Eastwood and that, you know, staring kind of, uh, you know, menacingly sort of thing. Um Incredible String Band has an album called Liquid Acrobat as regards the air. Duran Duran, Seven and the Ragged Tiger. Public Enemy has a bunch of messy ones, uh, but they've got one called Muse Sick in Our Mess Age. Actually, that should have gone in the pun category. It's a massive, crazy pun. pun. Uh, Sparkle Horse has a notorious one that gets brought up all the time. Viva Dixie Submarine Transmission Plot all run together. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, again, this is in the pun or alliteration or whatever I, whatever that term is. Uh, homonym, onomatopoeia, ah, something like that. Uh, Melancholy and the Infinite sadness uh you you kind of have to look how to spell that one up every time because of the melon and collie um status quo have an awkward one picturesque picturesque match stickable messages from the status quo uh I, i never liked i love the album to death but i don't like this title ram jam portrait of the artist as a young ram i guess that fits in the pun one as well Fiona Apple has one that comes up all the time with this massive title. When the pawn hits the conflict, he thinks like a king. What he knows throws the blows. When he goes to the fight and he'll win the whole thing. Before he enters the ring, there's nobody to banter. When your mind is your might, so when you go. Um, wow. Um, Clutch has a has a complicated uh, you know first album title. Transnational Speedway League dot dot you know colon. Anthems, Anecdotes, and Undeniable Truths, um, which everybody just refers to, of course, Transnational Speedway League, or if you're in a hurry, Transnational. Um, Hawkwind, uh, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti, Do. Um, yeah, complicated. You never know how to, because it's broken up into three words. Crazy. Um, all right, let's move on to our fifth uh, selection here. You're getting us some real good variety of music on this one. This was a lot of fun doing this. This is Adam and the Ants with The Day I Met God. Religion, 
All right, so this is Adam and the Ants' debut album, and what is it called? Dirk Wears White Socks. Uh, the theme here is just general stupidity. Um, you know, we could have put this in with complication because there's a lot of stupidity there, but, uh, you know, this album title refers to um, the British film, uh, you know, famous actor na- named uh, Dirk Bogard. Um, and then Adam and the Ants' other titles are actually all pretty cool. Um, but, yeah. What do we got here, for examples? Uh, butthole Surfers, Locust Abortion Technician. Ah, it's kind of a cool one. Sweet. Funny How Sweet Coco Can Be. Um, that's their debut album. Um, let's see. T-Rex. My people were fair and had sky in their hair. Ellipses. But now they're content to wear stars on their brows. Um, Lick My Deckles Off, Baby. Captain Beefheart. Um, Warrant. Uh, I always thought I, I never liked the title Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Stinking Rich because it almost telegraphs why hair metal had to die. Uh, it was this materialistic thing. Why tell everybody you're materialistic? I know you're 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 referring to others. You're you know, there's this this big fat looking label guy on the cover. Well, actually he's not a label guy, sorry. He's he's just meant to look like a rich guy, right? So it's it's us and them, but but you know, frankly speaking, after a while you smoosh them together and you think, you know, warrant hair metal materialism all that glitz and glamour uh then they also had cherry pie then they also had belly to belly volume one very annoying um our lady peace they were kind of a big grunge band up here um you know grunge alternative they have an album called happiness dot 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 that's on the front cover and then it's happiness is not a fish you can catch public enemy how you sell soul to a soulless people who sold their soul question mark i think it's question mark question mark actually tom waits has all schmooshed together swordfish trombones uh captain beefheart again has trout mask replica meatloaf has a notoriously bad titled hang cool teddy bear yes tales from topographic oceans what's a topographic ocean uh fishbone give a monkey a brain transplant and he'll swear he's the center of the universe Terrence Trent Darby, who we talked about in our uh, quasi-New Romantics episode last episode, has an album, his first album's called Introducing the Hardline According to Terrence Trent Darby. And then he has one called Symphony or Damn. Kind of awkward. Uh, and one of the, you know, chief stupidity album titles that's always brought up in these lists every single time, Limp Biscuit, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. Definitely could have gone in an ew category, right? You got a chocolate starfish in there, but uh, nobody likes the sound of hot dog flavored water, I don't think. Um, Ario Speedwagon has The Earth, A Small Man, His Dog, and a Chicken, 1990 album called that. Plus, they have You Can Tune a Piano, But You Can't Tune a Fish. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, Oasis has a funny one Standing on the Shoulder of Giants. Think about that one for a little bit, right? Um, so standing on the shoulder so 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 there's a single shoulder and yet it's it's plural giants right kind of weird uh alanis morissette has supposed former infatuation junkie um very awkward um primus has a couple of ooh ones pork soda and sailing the seas of cheese and here's one that always annoyed people uh deep purple bananas People just did not like that Deep Purple just had this flippant album title, Bananas. And then, you know, it wasn't really the greatest of the Steve Morse album, albums. And um, 
I also had that co- uh, that cover of uh, I think it's from India or Pakistan or something. It's like this stock photo of a bunch of guys sitting on a big truck full of bananas, kind of thing. Um, yeah, so that one annoys people. Uh, here's one that always bothered me: Jethro Tull, uh, jtull.com. And then the latest one's called the Zealot Gene, which is kind of annoying too. And they also have m.u. The Best of Jethro Tull and Repeat The Best of Jethro Tull Volume Two. Um, so there you go. Um, that's our fifth category, general stupidity. You know, a couple other things I wanted to bring up, and I'll just go through these quickly. Um, Anvil's a funny one. Every single one of their album titles has got three words in it. Uh, pretty, you know, and and their worst ones, I think, are Anvil is Anvil, Legal at Last, and This is 13. UK Subs, I know I mentioned this before, but all their album titles uh, start with the letter of the alphabet, and they, they go you know sequentially through the whole alphabet kind of thing peter gabriel with his uh you know no titles weezer with their red blue and black i I know i did a whole thing on on um, untitled um before and it also annoys me the whole volume thing george michael listen without prejudice volume one black sabbath volume four Everclear songs from an american movie volume one learning how to smile um anthrax volume eight the threat is real Danzig with that whole Danzig 2 and you don't and then 3 and then you know colon and then you've got a title Danzig 2 doesn't uh well yeah okay so it does but then then you get to 4 and you've got 4 is it called 4 is it called 4p um yeah kind of annoying uh and then the, and then the whole two title thing is also annoying uh for worst album titles where you got bang mother bow to the king ted nugent marriage on the rocks rock bottom captain beefheart shiny beast in parentheses bat chain puller coldplay viva la vida or death and all his friends clutch robot hive exodus uh even husker do warehouse colon songs and stories annoyed me as a as a two title one um so there you go there's a bunch of ways you can have bad titles you know and i i didn't really sort of go down this road but you you reflect on this and say bad titles can just be annoying they can turn you off they can they can be hard to type um you know people frankly i swear in in the in the music business I think uh, I think music journalists often avoid talking about certain albums or titles or even bands uh, when when you have to uh, look them up all the time and figure out how to type it properly and then stop and then you know wasp w shift dot cap a dot s dot p dot all of that kind of stuff annoys people right so so having a bad title that is just annoying will actually frank you frankly have you getting written about less um believe it or not um and uh and yeah it's just you know no one knows how how to put it showing up in lists like when you've got the or at the front of a title that's also annoying because that that so often gets dropped when people talk about it pink floyd dark side of the moon right it's actually the dark side of the moon right so so those sorts of things are always very annoying as well so there's a lot lots of ways that it just puts you in a bad mood having a bad title there's there's no there's no reason to have a bad title um you may as well have a good title right um something short and snappy looks good in a t-shirt you know just just sounds like strong and bold and and cool um so yeah you can have undermining titles um, annoying icky ones uh ones that get you banned that you can't get written about we didn't even talk about all the ones with swear words in them right um that kind of stuff as well or famously when bands want to have swear words in them and the label talks them out of it um so yeah crazy stuff crazy stuff there's your bad titles all right so um 
Yes, uh, if you like this show and want to support future episodes, you know I've got the Kofi thing going, ko-fi.com slash martinpopoff. Hit that red support button and buy me a coffee or a pint. Uh, this week I would like to thank Joe Beck to Bel Air Expediting. I just went on Joe's uh, show. Uh, Andy at Black Sugar Transmission. He's a part of one of my secret uh, secret books that I'm working on. Um, David Fisher, uh, Jonathan Jordan, Darren Kasabowski, Jamie Laszlo, Augustin Garcia de Paredes, Steve Polari, and Brian Sager. Um, you know, you can uh, you can check out my books at martinpopoff.com. Ah, uh, yeah. What, what am I? I'm, 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 I'm having a. Uh, uh, so so yeah. Um, I'm I'm just trying to think of what's happened recently. Yeah, the Led the Led Zeppelin book came back in print, and uh, I ran out of them. Um, but I can order more. I did order more, um, so they'll be coming eventually. Uh, I still I ordered more of the David Bowie. So if you haven't picked that one up, please relieve me of a copy. They're very expensive. They cost me a lot. They're going to cost you a lot too. Uh, but I've got a, almost too big a supply of the David Bowie book now. Um, but it's the most gorgeous book anybody's ever done for me. I've got those two latest Alice Coopers. The from you know taking from the other one i've got the deal one um and yeah i've got those um those cards in that i've been doing those drawings of so i've got a whole, whole sets of those 36 sets of those um uh, that just came in and I, I got to get back to the artwork stuff as well uh, but you can see all that stuff at artpal.com uh, and uh, martinpopoff.ca where there's also the ads and stuff people have been picking up a few of those recently because uh, i always change my facebook thing um you know that that thing at the top title thing uh, every few days and people always remark on those which is always a lot of fun so uh there you go anyways um yeah so uh the, you know let let me know in the in the facebook situation uh any other bad titles you can think of uh you know what uh for for homework this week i'm gonna leave you with uh, go back and play that deep purple perpendicular album and while you're at it play the next one abandon there's another complicated title there's a pun one for you right a band on um but uh, but yeah, that that uh, that deep purple stuff with Steve Morse is uh, is very cool. So go play some perpendicular, and uh, we shall see you again next time. Find all of our shows, notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please purchase these great and important tracks. Find us on Facebook at the RNRAP. We are on Instagram at RNR Archaeology. Tweet us at RNR Archaeology. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.